I notice sometimes you guys like do your own thing and then the guest comes in and then Oh, so you yeah. listened? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I also I also need to know well, we could we could start and then I'll I'll chat. Oh, Sounds good. This is so cool. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do a little intro for you. Here we go. I'm gonna try not to screw it up on the first time, but it's the only thing I will sometimes reread. I think you should screw it up. All right. He's good at that. <laughs> we love you. One, two, three, everybody and welcome to episode 75 of the on the run podcast we are coming to you virtual tonight i am in my home bedroom studio erica is in her home spare bedroom studio what's going on eham how is your weekend oh i had myself a busy weekend i've been a little stressed but hey dude we made it to episode 75 can you believe it we made it to 75 i can believe it because I knew we had it all in us the whole time. We're at 75. Big number, big reason to celebrate. We're doing big things, big things. Big guest. We'll get to our guest later. Let's catch up. You had, you're in taper week. You had a taper weekend. So you, 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 you brought things <laughs> Dude, down I a have notch no over chill. the weekend, right? I have no fucking chill. <laughs> I, um, I got to meet KJ. So I ran Clarence DeMar marathon yesterday. I got to see a bunch of people that we love. Uh, I got to see Sheila, Katie Pisani, and I got to, yes, I got to meet KJ and I was telling her like, oh yeah, this is kind of a taper. Well, she actually said that this is a taper for your hundred. Yeah. And then I was, I was just telling her about my hundred and she said something along the lines of, ew, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get that a lot. And I'm starting to um, rethink all of my decisions now that it's race week and freaking out a little bit. But yeah, we can talk. We can talk more about that stuff later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Sure. You got the big 100. I thought it was fun that you you had a taper weekend and just ran a marathon, you know, a quarter. Yeah, I a have no more chill. than a quarter of what you have to run this coming weekend. So Little different Easy, in right? my household. We uh, the sickness is back. The sickness no. is back. Yep. yep. You know what? You know what also made it come back? The key to life made it come back this weekend. You remember the key to life? <laughs> I do. Draining, draining the nostrils there, getting all the gunk out. It's not the happy <laughs> happiness in your household, but it's that neti pot thing. <laughs> Everybody got sick in the house, and I worked a lot this weekend too, and I worked through it. But the highlight of the weekend was we we're at my mom's house. And in the mm-hmm. morning, Saturday morning, Tyler wasn't feeling good. He wouldn't eat. So I was holding him, standing up in the living room, watching TV. He wasn't mm-hmm. even watching. He just had his head on my shoulder. Poor buddy. This just came in an instant. And he all of a sudden threw up all over me, <laughs> all over my shoulder, <laughs> blueberries. It was on <laughs> It was on your blue um, total image 10 mile long sleeve, by the way. So the colors match. All I noticed was it is on my mom's brand new white carpet in the living room. All these blueberries everywhere. It gets better. Do you mean better or worse? Well, you know, Ah. it gets it just gets better. Right. So (laughs) like sarcasm. Um, All of a sudden, Adeline starts freaking out like. And I'm like, Adeline, stop freaking out. Like, Tom, Tyler 
threw up, no big deal, until I looked at her. She was underneath me. She has blueberries <laughs> that Tyler threw up all over her hair. Oh, no. On her head. I just threw up all over. So I'm like, oh, my God. My mom goes, you would react has, the same way when you yeah, were seven. She has good reason to freak out. I would do the same thing if somebody threw up on me. Actually, I would probably like chain reaction puke because when I see somebody puke, or, <laughs> like I would puke. So that would just be really bad. Bro. I, I hope poor kids, poor I kids. Hope, I hope no one listening like heard this and just wanted to puke either. So I, I <laughs> this isn't how we open every show with sickness. <laughs> Only twice a year when when my house gets sick during the the season changes. So, um, but yeah, then welcome so, to fall. All three kids took a bath and I took a picture because this picture to me was like, you know what? My daughter's seven and a half. The boys, the twins, they're two and a half. This is probably the last time the three of them will ever be in a bath together. Mm-hmm. I don't envision that happening after this year. Probably not. Like, it's not a thing we do. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to take it. The water was really soapy. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture. Like, this picture will pop up in memories every couple of years, you know, in Google Photos mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah, I took that yeah. that memory photo. So uh, yeah, probably the last time I can. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll always say this, Erica. I'll go. Yeah. Hey guys, look at this cute photo of all you in the bathtub. Do you want to know what happened as to why you're all in the bathtub? We'll see. Tyler was sick and threw up all over Adeline, and you all needed a bath. <laughs> Somehow I have a feeling Adeline's not going to forget that either. She's going to be like, "Oh, I traumatized remember. for life." Mm-hmm. It's possible. So that, that oh, was poor my kids. Weekend. That was my weekend. So, well, mine went slightly better than yours. There was no vomit involved. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, but that will be next uh, weekend after you're 100. It, that's very possible. Yes, that is very, very possible. Do not fear the code brown in your 100, but we'll get to it later. I think uh, we should get to our guest of the episode. Oh, man. She's way more fun than I can even tell you guys. She came to us uh, straight from Corn and Cows, Pennsylvania. Corn and cow, Pennsylvania, baby. Corn and cow, Pennsylvania. And oh my God, she's just as awesome as you would expect her to be. She's so down to earth and and funny. And what can you what can you say about Mrs. Space Cadet? A d- different interview for us. It was a morning interview. Like wake up, get out of bed, turn on the computer, I podcast. Know. It was an excellent excuse to not go to work in the morning. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> my work could wait. <laughs> yeah. No, it was awesome. So our guest is... Erin Azar, a.k.a. I am Mrs. Space Cadet. And we were, you'll hear about it, but we 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 got very lucky when we kind of connected with her in the spring around the Boston Marathon, and it, it was super cool. So let's get to it. I hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as we did recording it. So here's Erin Azar on the On The Runs podcast. Our next guest on the pod is a runner that many of us know well, and a few of our listeners and past guests ran into her during the Boston Marathon. She posts her running videos on social media while training for marathons, sharing her outfit of the day, doing funny dances, and making it all fun. She's a mother of three, the co-host of Non-Members Only. She's raised tens of thousands of dollars for the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and we're super excited to have her on the pod and hear all her stories. Evan, Evan. Erin got a- so close. <laughs> See, that's has to stay in now. I had so much confidence rolling in. Erin Azar, a.k.a. Yes. I am Mrs. Space Cadet. Welcome to the On The Runs podcast. How are you? 
Thank you. I mean, full disclosure, I did tell you to screw it up. I did tell you to screw up the intro. So you're only following instructions. He absolutely (laughs) nailed it. Oh, my God. Erin, this is so cool to have you on. You're already so chill. Like, I'm I have to say I'm fangirling a little bit because I do watch all your social media posts. So I'm kind of like trying to hold it together. So I hope it's working. But let me just tell let me just tell the listeners. So we put our names in for all these things, and Erin is currently pee pee poo poo doo doo. So, yes, I immediately love my, her. <laughs> that's my legal name. I put it in. So, so I actually didn't type that in today. Really? I, we use Riverside to record our non members only podcast. And so I've just been putting, I put it in once, and then I guess it just continues to use that name unless you change it back. So I was using that for to log in for Mike and I to record. And um, John, you mean, you mean John? <laughs> oh, sorry. We changed John his now. name to John. Yeah. We, before we started recording, we changed his name to John. Um, so the first day that I did that and typed in, not Aaron, I'm like, no, I'm putting in pee pee poo poo doo doo. Something happened, like we had a huge technical glitch to the point where Michael Michael Motorcycle, aka John, had to call support and they had him in this like online chat and they were like, okay, I need to know the uh, name as it appears and like what this little number that goes with it. He had to put pee pee poo I'm like, what are the odds the first time I do that is when he needs to put in it's like Mike and then like seven one blah 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 and then pee pee poo poo doo doo <laughs> it's absolutely incredible I'm obsessed yeah, so I'm leaving it yeah <laughs> you have to now I love it's it. like a staple right I <laughs> oh, love so it fun. wow so so you have multiple names now not just Aaron but you're Aaron and your pee pee poo poo doo doo Mike is yeah. now John and you have yes. Dan that Dan's the only name we got right <laughs> right. Uh yeah, he he you did get it right and in my phone I have since changed this because um I think it's like in, ter- in case of an emergency you should not have their name uh something funny but Dan's name in my phone used to be Sharp Fartington McShittle the 3rd. And oh, I'm sorry, can we say that? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You can say oh, whatever okay. you want. Swears are fine. <laughs> But, okay. Oh my god. No, I'm just laughing because that's fantastic. <laughs> and um, so I, being me, lost my phone in Target one day, and I was going to be late to pick up our daughter from school, so I just had to leave. Like my phone was there, I think, unless someone took it. And so I was like frantic. Dan ended up going to this Target to like search for my phone. He calls it, and oh wait, how did this happen? Oh, some girls answered it giggling, like hysterically. And he was like, what the heck? This is not funny. Like my my wife lost her phone. This is my, this is our like livelihood. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of like played it cool. He didn't want them to feel bad that they were laughing, but he just didn't understand like what was so funny about it. And (laughs) then finally they like, they meet in the store. They're like, oh, it was left on a shelf. And he looks at it and realizes, like, oh, that's right. My name in here is Sharp Farting to McShill the Third. That is really funny, especially to like these teenage girls that found the phone. <laughs> and also 37 year old me. So, <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I thought, I think it's funny. So, um, I forget what I have it in now, but I also have like husband. So, uh, if, like, if something happens, they know, like, this is who we should call. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smart. 
ice husband pee pee poo poo doo doo. I love it. We're off to a great yeah. start. So yeah, let's talk about how we how we connected. You were in Boston for the Boston Marathon. We were there. We weren't anywhere near we each were, other. I think you did move down to mile nineteen at one point, didn't you? We were like right down the road at that, but we never yeah, we never found I each other. I was moving. I was moving along the route for sure, which was not easy, but. We mm-hmm. did it. <laughs> yeah, we stuck to one spot, but we had so many friends who ran in the race and who happened. They all saw you and they told us later when we were recording like a little recap. They're like, oh, yeah. we saw Aaron. Aaron was there and you were uh-huh. in there with with Lindsay and there was a bunch of Millennium running people. Maurice, the panda was there. Yeah, he was the purple, I got a yeah, selfie purple with him. Guy. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's a super cool dude. So you were in Boston. How was that? It was so fun. I So I've been to Boston a f- like maybe a few times before since, you know, this running thing picked up. And I love Boston. Like if I had to live in a city, which would be very difficult for me, but if I had to live in a city, I think it would be Boston. Yeah, I, I love everything about it. But so I was actually there this past time to support my friend and manager, Regan, who she was actually at the um, the the year it was the bombing happened. Oh. She wasn't running. Yeah, she wasn't running, but she was at the site and got injured and like is, you know, working through all that trauma and everything. But she had had not been back to Boston um, at all, like uh, for Boston Marathon weekend since that. So 10 years. And long story short, I was going to run it. And I was like, and so I convinced her to do it. And I was like, oh, actually, wait, I shouldn't run it because then I can't run with you. Like, you're too fast. Uh-huh. She has very long legs. She runs, a, I think, a pretty swift mile. And um, so I was like, why don't I just cheer you on? So she ended up running it. She did awesome. We supported her from the sidelines and had like little cheer sections for her. And I I cried I probably a liter of tears. It was a lot. I cried at like happy, um, uh, just everything. Happy tears, but like super emotional. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you were just—is she like local to you? Because you're where are you from? Uh, Pennsylvania. So I'm like not. I always say not the Pittsburgh side. <laughs> yeah. closer to philadelphia yeah you're next Pittsburgh's... to corn that's all i know there's a lot yeah. of corn where you are pittsburgh corn is cows. so far from us yeah corn and mm. cow i'm from corn and cows pennsylvania and um so the the other she's actually in london but she's from new hampshire but she's like oh wow oh, no based way. out of london now yeah and so the the other highlight that i wanted to say which was unexpected but was definitely a highlight was because of where she was start or what's that called you where you start the group the that corrals, you the corral corrals. so because of where her corral was where she started that pack of people you know you see them repeatedly if you go to multiple stops she was in that group that i relate to and that they relate to me so they see my videos and so I'm standing there waiting for Regan and I start to hear all of these like, oh, my God, Mrs. Space Cadet. And I was like, oh, my God. Hi. Like, <laughs> it, you know, it, it was like one and then like two and then like a group. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Like, this is so exciting that they <laughs> like they're seeing me and we can like interact. And then people started to come off of the course 
and be like, can I get a selfie? I was like, oh my gosh, please. Like, then I started doing interpretive dances with people. And it was like, it turned into this whole, like, all day party for me. Because if you can imagine, like, having hundreds of, like, best friends running in a race and you're seeing all of them and they're like getting to interact with you the whole time. It was uh, the highlight of my day. Aside from seeing Regan finish that race, like it was so cool. Still one of my favorite videos I've ever made, by the way, is that because Mike was filming (laughs) the whole time and he caught all those interactions. It was crazy. I'm just so jealous we missed you because that would have been really, really fun because I would have been the same exact way as all the other (laughs) ones. But so I remember seeing that video and I was like, oh, my God, this looks like this looks like my friend. She had like the the yellow sparkly skirt on. I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like Lindsay. And then keep watching. And then we see our friend Maurice. I'm like, holy shit. Like this. This is like real things like people we actually know. So I wound up sending it to them. They were like, I know everything. They were so excited. So you are genuine hype woman. Like, I'm sure that was like, that would have been the highlight of my day if I was running Boston. And that's yeah. running Boston. Like, it's hard to top that. So right, right. That's yeah. I don't know if I deserve that, but thank you. Oh, you do. You totally do. Well, I got to thank them all for stopping and talking to you and getting the pictures and getting in your reel because that is that is really kind of how this happened. And I was like, yeah, you know what? gonna we're gonna shoot our shot here and try to yeah. try to talk to Aaron. Everyone loves you. You know, I'm glad that you did though reach out. I full disclosure, I say no and I don't want this to come off like weird, but I do say no to a lot of podcasts only because when I first started this, I said yes to everything because I was so excited and I'm not good at time management. So what happens is these are happening like a month down the line. You know mm-hmm. how it is. You're, you guys scheduled me out like pretty far and you you have guests lined up. And so you're, you know, down the road. Well, all of a sudden it is now down the road. And I agreed to like 10 podcasts in a week. And it's like, <laughs> what am I going to do? I have, you know, I have to get my work done while the kids are in school and like all this stuff. So, but, um, I mean, obviously, I still do them, but I was excited about this one, A, because we had that tie to, like, you guys knew all these people that I got to interact with in Boston. Uh, You guys also had, you know, Maurice on the podcast before, (laughs) like, love him. And um, just listening, so I, like, would go through and listen to some episodes. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be a podcast interview. This is, like, fun with other, you know, running friends. And so I'm like, I'm going to do it because I knew it would put me in a good mood for the day. Well, I'm so glad that's how you should pitch it. That's how you guys should pitch your podcast. Honestly, that's how he does. He says it's like it's like old friends sitting around a campfire having like a beer or something. We just like we're just shooting the shit. We're just talking and like, yeah, that's what we want it to be. Like, this shouldn't have to be like work. It shouldn't be work. So plus, yeah. Plus, when you interview, say you would do the typical interview with someone like uh, that's been interviewed before, like everyone knows the story or a lot mm-hmm. of people do like you guys get more different content from the people. So oh, it's I love cool. it. I that's love what it. we I want. We much. want like, I, the, mar- yeah. I already marked the clip. You're my new promo. Oh, I, marked the clip. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Aaron, let's just jump right in. So let's just get to know you a little bit better. You, we know that where you're from at least, but let's, uh, let's get into how you started your running journey. 
Yeah, I actually, you know, so running has been kind of like an off and on thing with me. I, but the first experience started in elementary school and we have to do that freaking gym class mile, Ugh, which was like horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was a very active kid, I would like to say. Like, I, you know, as a girl, a lot of the girls in gym class couldn't really do pull-ups. And I was always like ripping out like 10 to 12 pull-ups. I have no idea why. I'm but... impressed. I couldn't do yeah. that. <laughs> so I, you know, I was an active kid, but I could not run a mile. Like for some reason that was just, I couldn't do it. And then, you know, I dabbled in sports in like junior high and high school because my friends were doing it. Um, I don't know if I ever really enjoyed it, but like I've played soccer. I tried field hockey and I found that running um was punishment so not by not in in my (laughs) mind like they made it like that because it's like if you were late to practice you ran if Mm -hmm. you were talking too much you ran if you lost a game that you should have won you you ran and I was like okay this is something that truly is horrible so much so that they're using it to punish us (laughs) I totally agree so true as kids yeah Yeah. So I had like this negative connotation about running. And then, you know, in my 20s, um, I think I like drank too much alcohol and ate too much pizza and just like didn't really take care of myself. I still eat too much pizza. (laughs) Well, you know, for some people, it's a good thing. I I have stomach issues, so it's not good. Um, But so, you know, I would like gain wait once I got, had like this desk job. And so I was uncomfortable and not feeling healthy. So what do you do if you don't have money for like a gym membership and all that? You just try and run and it just would never last. Like I tried couch to 5k. I would get like the shin splints and all this stuff. It wouldn't last longer than a week. Um, I would try and work up to like run these races that my friends were doing. And every time it was just such a horrible experience. So um, anyway, fast forward like eight years later, I had uh, my third baby and I was, you know, so sleep deprived. I feel like a lot of this, these feelings come from sleep deprivation, honestly, like as a new mom. Um, And that can turn into like postpartum depression and all that stuff. So I'm just sitting in the chair who I have no idea what I weighed, but I could just tell it like did not feel like my body at all. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just so tired and I felt like (laughs) the sensation that my blood in my body was literally not moving. Like I was just, I don't know. Like I felt stale. Like I was just gonna, forever be in that chair unless like I got up and like moved my body Mm -hmm. it was a nice day out and um I just said to Dan I was like I am gonna lose it like if I don't get out and just walk or something and so I put on like I didn't have any running clothes my shoes had holes in them um I had a nursing bra on I didn't have a sports bra um my shorts were like from Target five years ago Anyway, it was um, not the best running outfit, but something did tell me to pick up the camera. This was like before I filmed. Uh, I ne- I wasn't like putting, you know, mm-hmm. running before, videos or before YouTube like or you were doing YouTube at one point. This is where YouTube started. The running uh-huh. on YouTube started. 
um, was this first video. And I remember I was like, I'm not going to put this online because knowing myself, I'm definitely not going to stick with it. But I thought if I do, and I do run for like a month, I want to look at this video and see like, okay, keep going because in this video you looked really sad (laughs) and really unhealthy and now you're feeling a little better. So like, I just thought it would kind of be a contrast that would motivate me to keep going. Um, And something on that run, like it did make me feel a little better. I'm like, you know what? I'm posting this and I'm going to commit and make it, um, have it help me get through 30 days. I'm like, I'm going to run a mile for 30 days. After that, I was like, I'm going to run a marathon, having no idea what that entailed, by the way. I know it was like, I'm like, if I train for like a whole year, give myself an entire year. um, The reason I didn't do a 5K is I thought I could just struggle, like flop myself through a 5K. Mm -hmm. Marathon, I knew I could not skip a run. I could not um, slack off. I just didn't know the full extent of mm-hmm. marathon training. Um, yeah, that takes that, some real dedication. So you got to yeah. like hunker down and be like, okay, this is happening. Yeah. Which one was your first, first? The first one was virtual. It was supposed to be the Philadelphia marathon, uh-huh. but it was um, shortly after I started running, like I guess a few, I don't know, maybe six months after as COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then, so everything was canceled. So I ran that um, with my coach, um, coach Alicia and Dan actually ran that with me. That's amazing. And fun fact is Dan never has a hard time with anything. <laughs> really? I hate it. I <laughs> hate it. I hate it. Uh, it's okay. because just, Dan's the man. Right. He is. Just this year, just this summer, actually, he saw a windsurfer and he's like, that looks pretty cool. I might want to try that. And now he's like, just freaking windsurfs. Like, what are you? How? The damn you effortless know? people. I'm so jealous effortless. of people who can just like wing it. Oh my God. So he, all these, you know, runs leading up to that, he was fine. 10 miles, 15 miles, whatever. Um, meanwhile, I would get back and be incapacitated <laughs> and just pouring sweat. And the first time I heard him say, wow, this sucks, is at like mile 20 of the marathon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't like you. You know, I did revel in his uh, chafing, though. Like afterward, he was like, oh, my God. I'm like, "Mm, I love that. I love that for you. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm dying, too. But yeah. But at least you weren't alone. That's that's the important part. (laughs) Right. But then so after that, I was like, because we couldn't even have family and friends there. There was no crowd, obviously. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I want that experience. So I signed up the following year for New Jersey Marathon. That got canceled. Got an opportunity to run New York City Marathon. That's where I raised money for Michael J. Fox Foundation and ran that. And then I was like, oh, this was like a really cool experience. I want to do Chicago. <laughs> so that's the one that I I recently ran. That's that's so much fun. I want to say that your New York City like kind of series like training for that is where I first discovered you. And you are just so relatable with all of your running posts. Like it's you have your your team struggle run. Is that like where that Mm -hmm. that whole thing started? You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, I really came up with that. I guess that phrase when the um, when I started posting these videos on TikTok and they went viral, I think like 
it, it must have been within the first couple weeks of me posting run videos on there. They just started going viral. And the comments on there were all like, why don't more people show this? This is how I run. Like, I thought I was the only one. It's real. It's real stuff. Yeah. So I was like, wait, this isn't just a me thing. Everyone out there. And as I went on with this, started meeting like professional runners that were following me. And they're like, I relate. And I'm like, no, you don't. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I do, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, wait, so we are kind of like this big collective group of people that, you know, everyone has a struggle run. So, um, yeah, so Team Struggle Run is kind of like we're all in it together. We're all getting through it. And we still do it. It's not like, oh, just because it's we struggle, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. It's a fun struggle. We can make it fun. Can I tell you how I found you? This is fun because Please. I didn't know who you are when we started this podcast. And this was kind of like my brainchild, as Erica calls it. And I say, mm -hmm. Erica, send me running pictures. Send me pictures of your run. Guilty. And so she'd send me pictures and say, <laughs> post this one. And they would always be in this weird position. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, my it's, God. It's my outfit of the day. Mrs. Space Cadet post. And I'm like, yeah. who's Mrs. Space Cadet? She goes, just tag her. Tag her. Uh -huh. And then I looked you up and I'm like. Oh, and Erica keeps sending me these photos of of her in this in this look before a race. Send this one, tag it or something in the story. And I'm like, yeah, start watching, scroll. And you know when you just get like into TikTok or Instagram, oh, I'm, I'm an Instagram fall guy. down the hole. Yep, I was yeah. in the, I was in the uh, I am Mrs. Space Cadet rabbit hole. I'm like, <laughs> at the time, you continued to grow and blow up, and and you're going and do these cool things like hang out with those track and field athletes, which was right. Honestly, like it looked like a blast. I didn't think that yeah. was how did that happen? Yeah, everything I, I must say that everything that's happened to me along this journey is so unexpected. And like I I, I actually had to get counseling to because after the New York City Marathon, when I was on the Today Show and like all that other press, I was like, I said to the the person, I was like, I don't know what's real and what's not. And I wasn't joking. Like, oh. because someone like me, I'm a mom of three. I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, I thought I was too old for social media. Like, all this stuff. That was all in my head. And now I'm on the Today Show. Like, this, something's not adding up. And it it did actually mess with me a little bit. Um, So, yeah, I forget what the question was, why I led into that. Oh, I think I was just saying, like, how did everything come to be? It was more about the oh, track the and track field and athletes. Field. But... Yes. So so that was like, um, you know, let in from the New York Times. I always say Talia Minsberg, who did that first article for the New York Times. That's why today, the first Today Show happened. And then that is why the second Today Show happened. And it was like this snowball of like People Magazine and Ryan Seacrest. And I was like, she, I, she doesn't take credit, but tell you you <laughs> do and so all this stuff would just like happen and that's another example this usatf thing i commented on one of their posts um you know they were showing like a road race or whatever and i was like uh can i come and be a water girl i didn't understand how like athletes get there i thought it was like football mm -hmm. you run out and they all escort the water in their mouths and then you run back um and so they actually DM'd me and were like, hey, we saw your comment. We'd actually love to have you, you know, come to, uh, I forget what the first one was. I think it was, 
uh, like the New York City 5K, the road race or something. Um, had a great time, was sweating like crazy just talking to these athletes. I've never interviewed anyone before. That would be me. I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> look at who I'm talking to. This is insane. Right, right. Um, I held the finish line tape, which was like a huge fear of mine because I saw that video where the girl just drops it, goes to pick it up and gets slammed by the runners. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. Yeah. So ever since then, I had like had this huge fear. I had, So I held the finish line tape and just slowly got like after each thing that I would do with them, I kind of got uh, hit it off like with some of the athletes, which was so weird to me because I'm like, I'm the opposite of you. But I think they like found that entertaining in a way. Like it's they're always interviewed by somebody who really knows the sport and who really looks the part and who was probably, you know, a professional runner or uh, athlete in the past. And here I am. I have no clue what I'm talking about, you know, and I'm just like blasting on the scene, doing interpretive dances with um, <laughs> Craig, Craig. Craig Thor, I call him his Instagram name. Yeah. So that's how the USATF thing uh, started happening. And then from there, it was like, why don't we do this series where you try the sports? <laughs> Which was awesome. Yeah. So it's it's been really fun. Really fun. Very unexpected. I, but I, I just roll with it. I think the athletes, it was like a it was like fresh air. They had someone new who they maybe maybe they knew you, maybe they didn't, but you asked mm -hmm. different questions. You're not the, you didn't go to school for this. Like I'm thinking those yeah. media people were either, you know, former athletes or they went to school for this. Yeah, and this like is what journalism they, it's and, their professionalism yeah. and not, you know, that's awesome. And they have a job to do. So the athletes will answer them and, and be, be a part of it. But you're, you then come in there and you, you're just you. And they're like, oh, yeah. this is fun. You know, it seemed like you guys all got along. You became best friends. They all like petitioned for you to go to Budapest. <laughs> right. I just watched the one of the long jump. I was in the car, uh, at the chiropractor's office this morning. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this long jump one. I couldn't even jump that far. And he's like, uh, what's his name? Maurice? Or no. Yeah. It was uh, Mar Maurice. Mar Marquise Dendy. Marquise Dendy. Yeah. And he drew the line and then he made you do it for real. And you almost didn't even make the sand. And you're yeah. like, you're like, I got scared. It was really scary. I would have gotten scared. Yeah. I was like full send. And then I'm in the air and realizing I might actually not make it to the sand. And it's going to hurt if I, you know, land on this uh, asphalt. <laughs> I love that whole concept though. Like the whole, like, let's see a normal person try to do this. Like, yeah. What? Like you were doing the shot put, you were doing javelin at one point. Like yeah, there's no yeah. freaking way a normal person can go out and do what these Olympians do. They're just so amazing and obviously have honed their craft. But just yeah. seeing like a regular person doing it is it, that's my dream. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just so much fun to see. And you know, the overall concept I feel like is so helpful because when somebody doesn't follow track and field or or even like swimming for example mm -hmm. when i watch i'll just i'll use swimming when i watch an olympic swimmer i have no idea why they are fast how how fast they really are like cuz they're only competing against people, fast people that are the same level of fast so like i would love to see even an animation 
Like I get for like insurance and liability reasons, they couldn't have like me in the pool, <laughs> but like, but map, you know, a normal person doing the laps and then show an animation of where they would be, how you know, they're all done. And, and I'm still on my first lap. Like, I think that would be really entertaining for the Olympics. I agree. It just it just shows how incredible these athletes actually are yeah, to see what like the difference between regular and <laughs> superhuman. Yeah, it's really it it's that. really it's highlighting how superhuman they are. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Love that it. reminds me like years ago, I think this was when we were in college, Erica, they did Michael Phelps was going to race a shark. And they advertise, remember, the, remember they advertised this and everyone's like, oh, we got to, no. I remember going to watch and thinking he's going to actually race a shark. I'm thinking the shark will be in a pool and there'll be a divider. Him. I was so disappointed. It was a virtual shark. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So bummed out. The concept what, is great though. So yeah. what you're saying is I have to actually be in the pool with the Olympic swimmers. I guess that's just some, what we got to do. Let's I do it. Aaron. <laughs> I volunteer you as tribute. I do. <laughs> yes. I'll, hey, that would be so I'll funny. be. I volunteer to be your swim bitch for that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because I need a bike bitch, a swim bitch. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Todd's gonna love that we like brought this up to you because yeah, you hadn't heard of the term bike bitch before. So that that's officially that's gonna be your husband, right? <laughs> Dan, you have oh, a wait. new job. Yeah, Dan. Now you have multiple jobs on mm -hmm. top of your multiple jobs. <laughs> you could send him the Urban Dictionary definition of bike bitch. That would be fun. Yes. Let's talk about one of your friends in Corn and Cow, Pennsylvania, and I believe their <laughs> name is Stop Sign. Yeah, <laughs> the turnaround stop sign. Sometimes my friend, sometimes my foe. That is where, when I talked earlier about running a mile a day for 30 days, that stop sign was exactly where I would turn around to reach a mile, like, back to my house. Um, so it was half a mile, and... uh. I would be glad to see it a lot of the times because I'm like, now I get to turn around because mm -hmm. that first mile, when you start running, even now that first mile is like brutal, but, um, I would see it and be like, oh, thank goodness I can turn around. Well, when I started to venture past a mile, like af after those 30 days, I looked at it and it's like, it's saying turn around, you know? And I'm like, no, you don't tell me what to do. Like, you don't tell me to stop. So I would, like, talk to this thing. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm going right past you. And, um, yeah, so that's the turnaround stop sign. Still there to this day. You have some cheerleaders out there in the fields, too, right? Yeah, I have my cheer squad, which is just three trees in a little group in a field. And they just look like they're cheering for me along my route. So... You know, I I uh, wave hi to them every time. This is how you you get through runs. Like you do whatever it takes to yes. get through your runs. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Like everybody is struggling, and if you have to fabricate some some cheer squads, you you do what you got to do to finish. Yeah, I mean, in it's like filming in itself and sharing these videos is entertainment a, a lot of the time for me because I don't run with people. Like a lot of the times. I can't run with Dan because like one of us has to watch the kids. So it's, mm. you know, me running solo. And when I'm filming a video, I really feel like the people watching are already there. So I'm like, oh, look at this. And, you know, it's very like entertaining for me before I even like put the video out and read comments. I already feel like we're there together and I'm not by myself. <laughs> 
I have a super relatable reel that I want you to talk about. So uh, one of my favorites of yours, which I it it's honestly so relatable. It's the reel about everything that went wrong on a long run. So do you want to oh, talk about yeah. that at all? <laughs> yeah, I think we were actually at the shore. Um, we, oh man, I'm like having flashbacks. <laughs> Did so I just horrible. give you PTSD? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, like if you have little kids and you travel, a lot of times they just don't sleep. And so we, our plan was to wake up at five for that run. Cause it was very hot. And, um, I was up like all night with our youngest and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even think I went to sleep. And now I have to run, I think 14 miles or something like that. Mm. Uh, and so it started off with a bang, you know, like, that's just great. Not sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, we had my, my bike bitch had a setup where attached to the bike was a trailer, like one of those trailers you pull kids in mm-hmm. and it had all our hydration, the little gel packs and, uh, everything like that. We start on our way. I forgot to start my watch. There that we go is again. the worst. I I think Rage. I did that on one of our runs that we did recently, and like uh, then he did it too. We we switched off, and I'm just like, last we need Wednesday to like, at Run Walk Brew, say it out loud. We need to just all right, here we go, and yeah, ugh, so frustrating, I was so angry already, and then that happened. I'm like just pure rage, and so then you know we kind of get I think maybe halfway, we start to have issues. Like I have to go poop. And we find this bathroom and then I can't poop. I don't know why. I know I usually don't have that problem. But um and well, then, we're here for that. We're here for that story. Right, right. <laughs> and then so Dan Dan had to go too. Of course, you know, every effortless man, um, he's just fine, right? So then we start to head back and Dan was like, I'm going to veer off here and get this cool shot, you know, like through these trees or something. And I keep running and I'm like, man, he's been gone a long time. He uh, catches back up to me. His leg is pouring blood. I'm like, OK, well, that this is so on brand for Dan. He gets injured everywhere. Uh, in the most inconvenient places, like on the beach in Puerto Rico, steps on something, goes in his foot, gets infected, like have to go to this random doctor. Oh, my God. Like, it is pure Dan. And so it, it's to the point where I'm like, you might even need stitches. What happened was like part of the bike. I don't know if it like if he slid out and then like this part of the bike like went into his leg or whatever it was i don't know don't i get too graphic and um details (laughs) okay so anyway it's like he's starting to feel a little like woozy because it's like a lot of blood and we're like so he gets on the bike we make it to this like market there's all these like old people very well off um you know getting their morning croissants or something. i don't even know what they eat but um there's dan with like blood pouring down his like waiting in line to get band-aids and like uh rubbing alcohol or whatever he put on there um so he like bandages himself up we continue on the run it was just one of those things that it was like what next because at this point i don't even care anymore 
I don't like <laughs> nothing will nothing will surprise me. So yeah, that was where that uh reel came from. Oh man. Yeah, you were just going through like I forgot my hat, I forgot this, like I stopped uh, doing this and oh my god. Just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last Thanksgiving was the first time Erica and I decided it was the year one of the pod. Let's go run a turkey trot and let's talk about it on the podcast before and see if we can get anyone to show up. Well, one person showed up. So we called it our first official on the runs, like get together group run. And that person Mm -hmm. was Lindsay, who was the one who met you at the Boston Marathon. Yep. Yes. So I found out that you have a story about why one should never wear a costume in a turkey trot. Yes. Um, word from the unwise. I thought a turkey trot is where everybody dresses up as a turkey and they do the race, like the the 5K or whatever. So I, you know, was really on the ball. I ordered my turkey costume. I got a turkey hat for Dan. Um, and I was like, we are so prepared. We got our registration. I put my turkey costume on. We walk over to like pick up our bibs. No one else is wearing a turkey costume. <laughs> and I'm like, well, they probably just don't have it on yet because they, they're going to get their bibs and then they're going to pin it on their costume and put it on or whatever. <laughs> and we line up. Still, really nobody has. I mean, some people have like turkey socks or I think I saw like another person kind of like in a turkey-esque thing lots of people had turkey hats on so dan of course effortless man fits right in and um so i'm like well whatever you know it's i'm having fun got my little picture for instagram and like i'm just gonna run it what's the big deal uh i would say like a mile in this was very hilly in my defense uh but what you know even if it wasn't hilly like a mile in i was so hot Like, I thought I might get heat stroke if I keep (laughs) running in this thing. I don't know how it heated up so fast, but I was like, it was like an oven in there, like a sauna. I had it like fully unzipped. I'm like trying to air myself out. It was horrible. I was just drenched head to toe in sweat. And when I finished that, I was like, this is why all these people... Have just shorts and tank tops on and maybe a little turkey something, little turkey decoration, pizzazz. Um, don't do it unless you live in like Alaska or something. I don't know where it's really cold. <laughs> I yeah, got a piggyback. Up in Nova Scotia or- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a piggyback off this costume thing because another thing that I love, uh, your mascot race that you the did pizza. as a slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. How did, that, how did you get roped into that? That was another one where I was just like, you know what? Everything is real. Just everything is real. Just go with it and have fun. And so the um, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, that's a beautiful stadium in Lehigh Valley. I was I was never there before. And I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of this. You know, bring Dan. I brought my sister and her friend and we'll go see the ball game like a good old American night or whatever i don't know i don't do sports um so i thought it would just be like a good experience and they were like oh also you know we do this halftime or it's not a halftime whatever is it halftime like a mid-inning thing or like a in between innings innings. in between inning thing 
where um, all of our, since they're the iron pigs, there's like all the pork products. There's these huge costumes. Yeah, they the do this race. race. Yeah, the pork race. And they were like, um, it would be really fun. Like if you wanted to run in it, it's just real short and the audience loves it. So of course I'm like, I'm not going to pass that up. And, <laughs> but the only problem was they took all the pork cost. Like the, I'm like, there's already, there's a hot dog. There's the ham bone. There's uh, I forget what other pork. Wasn't there like a things. sandwich? Yeah. Pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. Pulled pork sandwich. Um, so I'm like, what else? I need something with pork. So I Googled, um, you know, uh, common foods with pork. One of them is technically pepperoni has some pork in it, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't know. I just thought there was like a pepperoni animal that you get pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so I got that costume and uh, did the race. It was so funny. We got, there were like um, these Irish dancers that were also performing while we were running so we like just decided to start you know irish dancing which distracted us so that hot diggity or no i think it's just called diggity the hot dog uh distracted us and ran ahead and i'm like i'm gonna beat this hot dog like i got so into it i didn't win but you know it was still that was like a photo finish yeah Yeah. it was close (laughs) yeah diggity you son of a bitch i'm coming yeah I'm going to have redemption. You'll have to challenge him to a rematch one day. I think so, yeah. I was wondering about that because I was like, do you just normally travel to games with a slice of pizza <laughs> costume or were you prepared? So, yeah, right. they, they let was, you know ahead of time. I was prepared and they um, that's just one, an exa- one of those examples of like just stuff coming out of the woodworks and I'm like, but why not, you know? I, I love that you just roll with things like you're so easygoing. So I, I love it. You're just you're wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So in my research, I did something I don't always do is I reached out to a couple of our friends, Tara and Lindsay, again, because they helped us. I said, girls, the two of you were huge in helping us get this and they don't even know it. We just did a podcast and it worked. So I said, are there a couple things you want me to ask? And they, they didn't really ask questions. They just said, ask her about. Hills don't care about your feelings. And I know nothing mm. about this. So what is Hills don't care about your feelings? Yeah. So where I live in corn, corn and what did we call it? Corn and cow. Corn and, corn cow. and, cow, <laughs> corn and cow, Pennsylvania. Um, there are a lot of hills. So no matter how you plan your route, you have to go up an enormous hill at some point in it. Uh, if you're running long, like further than I would say one mile. So from the beginning, I was running up these hills. I would get really upset about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I can't do this. How am I going to run a race? If I just, you know, these hills just knock me out and my lungs are burning. I feel like I'm going to puke. Um, and eventually I kind of had to like shift my mindset to where, how I talked to the turnaround stop sign. Like, no, screw you. You're not going to tell me what to do. And I I thought like these hills, I'm here struggling. Like, what was me? They don't care. <laughs> it's just that they're a hill and they're doing their own thing. And um, so that's where that came from. Like, they don't care about my feelings. They don't care that I'm struggling. Um, so I'm not going to care about them. 
And yeah, that's where Hills Don't Care About Your Feelings came from. And of course, me being me had to turn it into a song like Hills Don't Care About Your Feelings. <laughs> is all that natural when you're talking to the camera is all that natural and you just kind of come up with it and you just you're you're one shot and done, right? Yeah, one shot and done. Um, And my bike bitch, Dan, like he knows that more than anyone because he'll say like, oh, I didn't get that. Can you say it again? I'm like, no, I I honestly can't. Like, I'm not. Uh, it's not going to be natural then. So, yeah, we're getting to know the true Aaron on on the run. <laughs> right. And, you know, um, when I did when I went for a run with the Runner's World magazine, uh, the journalist that did the article and she um, said, I think in the article, actually, the Aaron that you see in the videos is the real Aaron or something along those lines. And that was very validating to me because I I have this thing in my head, like major imposter syndrome, like, uh, you know, always second guess myself. I'm like, to me, yes, this is how I am. And I know, like, I'm filming this video. This is what I would say in real life. But to have someone like that validate it, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, solid. I'm doing, doing a good job because I don't want to be different. I feel like that takes too much energy. And, um, I mean like friends that I have, you know, since high school or people that I wasn't even close with that maybe saw something of me, shared it on Facebook and they'll write like, this is how I remember her. Like this is, (laughs) yeah. So it's very comforting to know like, okay, it's not just in my head. I, I, um, uh, just you're true to yourself. Yes. True to myself. Yeah. Well, let us validate you too, because it just encourages everybody (laughs) else to who gives a shit what other people think. Just be you, be weird, Mm -hmm. be spectacular. Just, just do you. Nobody, there's no pressure to be anybody else. Right. If I cared what other people thought, I don't think I would have ever posted like any of these videos because, Mm -hmm. you know, as someone who runs, you know, like a 13 minute mile, that's not exciting to put out there, you know, especially when I like first started this. And I was I thought to myself, there was like this inkling of thought where I'm like, well, I don't need to show my watch. And I immediately was shut that down. I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Because 1.02 miles overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, no, I do want to share my pace and share it proudly because I am running and I want like other people that might run that pace be like, oh, good. Yeah, I'm proud of that, too. I don't want to like hide that because, mm-hmm. you know, user 15602 is going to be like, oh, I could walk faster than that. You know, I don't care. Go walk 26.2 miles at a 13 minute per mile pace and we can be buddies. Everybody's going to do do you. Just yeah. do you. Those right. haters always have one of those names with like four, five, six, seven, two, eight, nine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> private, private um, account. You Strava. Can't, you can't even like talk shit on their stuff because it's all private. <laughs> this is totally unrelated. I even sent this to Steve, Erica. Mm-hmm. And this is so true about social media. So I like Twitter just for information, Aaron. And this is something I'll cut out. Well, up, but... correction, X. At, oh. Actually, I hate right. that. I, I hate don't know. It. I don't. I hate it too. Do not have a 
good ring to it. Like, what do you know? wait? So when you instead of retweeting, are you re-xing? What do you re-xing? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Did did Musky Boy think this through? Because I don't think so. No, definitely not. <laughs> so Musky I Boy. I used to. I used to work in NASCAR, so I have a lot of friends in NASCAR, and I still go once a year, and I, I talk to, to what people What did you do sport. for nas- NASCAR? I was on a pit crew. I was the jack man. We changed tires really fast. No way. Yeah. And I, I only got run over once. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I joke when Erica and I like run in the street or like are crossing illegally jaywalking. I go, don't worry. I used to do this as a, as a professional. I only got hit once in a real race. <laughs> couple times in practice no i i got run over at martinsville which is in virginia my own driver ran me over and i broke my foot my wrist <gasps> my fingers tore the ligaments got wrecked. Concussion. <laughs> oh my god but like a true hockey player i got back up and finished the pit stop and i pulled the tire out because i one of my jobs i had to pull the tire and the tire just dropped because my wrist was broken so Oh my, that is an insane story. Your whole podcast should be about that. What are you it, talking to me for? <laughs> like, that's crazy. I, uh, I, I, I joke. I say, I'm so mad. We were running like dog shit that day. We we're like 35th, three laps down. When you're running laps down, you can't pit with the leaders. And so the TV shows the leaders pit, then they go to commercial. So there's oh. no video footage of me getting run over. I was, oh, that was my follow up question. Did you I get had, it on video? I had friends who worked for the the Speed Channel, and I'm like, "Can you find this video?" And they look, and they're like, "No, we don't have it." Oh, you guys, you guys are running God. 35th. We don't watch 35th. I can't place. believe <laughs> nobody else, like even from his own crew, like I can't believe nope. nobody caught that. Oh my God. Well, I mean, they saw it, but my crew's doing the pissed up. My friend's well, wife I mean, was in the like... stands, and she's like, the reaction from the crowd is like everyone going, "Oh." Oh, jeez. And they said I was like 10 feet in the air because I jumped on the hood. And and when I hit the windshield, it launched me. And I landed on the back. It was the truck series. I landed on the back of the truck. And the spoiler made it look like I had a bunch of old stab wounds. Oh, wow. That was it. That was I I finished the year and I was broke and came back home. But so the tweet, this all goes back to the tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is so true about social media. Can I, but, but is that why you don't? do pit crew anymore because you got hit by the car the truck no i came no i i finished the season and um i came home for christmas and i i thought i was in a lot of debt i was like four grand of debt right which isn't Uh a lot now that i'm thinking about it (laughs) i got a job offer and i took it and i was like i'm gonna go back to nascar in july and 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 go again and, and move back to north carolina and the job i got i still have today 12 years later Oh, wow. Fact, Which is well, podcasting. Actually, yeah. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> He's maybe, pretty professional maybe. at it. The University of YouTube has been good to him. <laughs> yeah, I got a degree from YouTube. But this tweet was, social media is amazing because you can post a picture of David Rudiman, which is like a NASCAR driver who won one race, eating a bowl of soup. And the replies turn into two guys MFing each other over an argument of whether Chase Elliott, most popular driver in NASCAR, should be allowed to snowboard. Yeah. What is with that, honestly? Snowball. <laughs> then he goes, why would you ever leave? Yeah, that is so true. Like, I, okay, maybe a tweet is, like, pretty good, but I race to the to the comments. Like, on any post, not just, not just X. So you but, love the uh, comments. I'm here yeah. for the drama. I love drama. I hate getting into it myself, but it's so, like, uh, juicy er- er- just getting Erica's into it. Erica's like the popcorn shit. meme, the guy eating the popcorn. 
Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here for it as long as I'm yeah. not involved. <laughs> do you follow? Do you fall into the rabbit holes then? Because you're you'll see something and you're like, wait, where did this start? What happened? And then you, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. we have this Facebook group. It's called Bad Ultra Running Advice, and like mm-hmm. that's a shit show of a, a group. Like it's just it is just <laughs> real. The most random shit pops up, and I could just read comments. Like if somebody posts something like the group disagrees on I'm like oh this guy's gonna get roasted and I'm just like scroll 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 like yeah. he did a bad thing do, 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 do. so wow. I, I can get sucked in and it just yeah. it's a time it's a time suck but it and if I got nothing better to do you know what it happens to the best of us yes it does <laughs> every every year when so I'm a big big Boston Bruins fan every year when we lose we've only won <laughs> once in my life Oops. the whole thing I have to shut down social media is that to football hockey Oh, okay. I hockey. think you just yeah. like stabbed you, him a little. Like oh, you sorry. should do, you should do like uh, a pork race in an ice rink. Like there's a Lehigh Valley oh, yeah. minor league hockey team. <laughs> I would do that. A lot of fun. I don't uh, putting me on ice skates. No, you'd kind, be in. Or... You typically are in sneakers, and it's more fun to watch someone trying oh. to run on ice. You're like running All really right. fast, and going nowhere, and you're not going just, anywhere. Just, just make sure out. you're not. Make sure you're not training for anything because, like, the odds of getting hurt on ice are just, like, way elevated. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. Erin, so most of your videos have a beautiful interpretive dance within it. So what was the whole thought behind those? Like, how were you a dancer or something growing up? Like, they're just so majestic and (laughs) and beautiful. Yeah. What's your inspiration? I, when I was younger, I, I was like in dance, but, um, that was, you know, decades ago. So I don't, I'm not like, uh, oh, I'm gonna dance type of person. Like look at my skills (laughs) or anything, (laughs) obviously, but, um, my brain, I don't know if you guys have ADHD, but my brain is, I could be running, talking, filming. But also another part of my brain up here is like, just start dancing. Just, and then call it something. And then this other part of my brain is like, do this every time you run or like, you know, summarize your run. And there's all these little whirly, whirly thoughts up here. And I don't think them through ever. Um, And I just see what happens. So I had, I was probably the first time I did, I probably had like a really difficult run and my therapy is laugh at yourself. Mm-hmm. So to do that, I was like, okay, if I was an interpretive dancer, like how would this run play out? Um, you know, and like how you like, they hold their chest and they're like, then they cave in and then do some little steppy steps and yeah, you know, so um, that made me feel better after I did that. And I'm like, I'm going to do that more. So sometimes I still bust out some interpretive dances. I like it. I I think everyone should try it. You get the feeling behind. You could see when you're having an angry run, you're just like, and you could just feel the frustration behind it. And then (laughs) you have a a better run and it's more flowy and And happy and like, woo. It translates. I like it. Yeah. Erica, the week this drops, I'm going to need you to do your own interpretive dance for oh, us. Oh, fuck we'll yeah. Like, I'll do, we'll like, <laughs> yeah. do some interpretive a hint, dance. A hint for next week's episode, and it will be Erica doing it. And then I'll stand in my outfit of the day. <laughs> well, why does it just have to be Erica? I officially challenge both of <gasps> you. 
to do an interpretive Challenge dance. accepted. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I okay. know it. You I can't got this. plan it now. You got to do it in the moment, man. Do it in the like, yeah, what what you're feeling. No, believe me, I've already thought of this. I've already thought how are we going <laughs> to well, promote this will, one? Mine how will are we be spur of the it? moment. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Erica's <laughs> is going to come. She's going to be in her field from the heart. Her, yes. I like it. Tell me let let's let's change topics a little bit. Tell me about non-members only. Yeah. So <laughs> Non-members only, it's so interesting how Mike and I like got connected because um, if we go way back, this was when I kind of first maybe, I don't know, grew my audience, at least on TikTok. I think at the, the this point I was only on TikTok and um, Mike's girlfriend, Sam, followed me he did not follow me did not know who i was but he is the creator of the pizza pocket hoodie it's a hoodie with a pizza on it a zipper pouch you stole my instagram photo question oh sorry that's awesome so you literally put a slice of pizza in there like you yeah it it has an insulated pouch a triangle with that has a magnetic closure that you can put an actual um slice of pizza in and store it in your pouch so she was like we should give this to Erin like she's the perfect creator like to gift this to and he was like yeah okay you know get her size and just like give her one well she her uncle has a house um on Long Beach Island where we have um our family has a house that we all share there too and so she's like hey I this was during COVID by the by the way. So we were very paranoid about breaking the rules. Yes. And (laughs) we actually were so scared that we're like, we have to do it outside and we have to be like separate, you know, from each other. (laughs) Um, I didn't want to like chance anything. We knew nothing about anything, how it was like transmitted or whatever. That was scary. We were like like, both holed up in our individual houses and, um, it was raining that day and we still refused to go <laughs> inside anyway. So she gave me this, um, hoodie. It was so great. Like I filmed a video with it, I think. And, um, then, you know, down the, down the line, she was like, Hey, if you guys want to hang out, like, you know, my boyfriend, Mike would love to meet you and, and whatever. And, um, I'm like, I would love to meet the person that thought to make this and then actually made it. Um, so, once we started chatting, it was me, Sam, Dan, and Mike. And uh, Sam, you know, and Dan were kind of chatting, but Mike and I were just like, boom, 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 like riffing off each other. And like all the um, topics that either one of us would bring up that were kind of random, the other one like instantly was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, da, da, da. and you know, we kind of like kept going. And every time we hung out, it was like that. And I don't know if someone else suggested it that like you guys should just record yourselves because it's like a podcast (laughs) and we're like, why don't we just try that? Like, why not get a couple microphones and just sit and record something? And we ended up having so much fun with it that, I mean, we're still doing, I think we're going to record our hundredth episode soon. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. It's so nice. I know from experience that yeah. when you find someone that you just gel with and yeah. have so much fun with, it just makes it, it's not work. 
It's, it's just not. fun. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's like work behind the scenes, obviously, mm. but like the actual recording of it is always so fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like crack up. So like through the whole podcast, like just hilarious conversations. We never know where they're going to go. And I liken it to, you know, sometimes I want to hang out with people friends, but I don't actually want to go through the work of contacting them, setting up a time, us all going somewhere. What if I'm not feeling it at the moment, but you already made the obligation. So this is like having that sitting with friends feeling when you could just be driving in your car or whatever, and you're Mm -hmm. just vibing on random stuff. I mean, it is like running related in a way, because like I do talk about my running, but that's not, you know, the main thing. No, you do you do so many other things too. Like the yeah. one that first pops to my head because I'm kind of the same. When he asked you like what's your what do you think Harry Potter is? And he asked you movies <laughs> and stuff like what what what's Harry Potter and you're ask you're you're guessing what it is and you have no clue and you're totally off and I would have been the same way. <laughs> oh, you're like that too? <laughs> I, I I knew a little more than you only because my brother and sister were addicted to it. But like, right. It just was so fun listening to you try to guess what it was. And I, I've yeah. never watched a Harry Potter movie, never read the book. My daughter's into it. So How I know are a little we friends? bit. <laughs> I, I, yeah, honestly, I get a lot of College like, parties. That's how. Tell me, do you like Twilight at all? Am I, am I alone on that too? He no did clue. ask me. He asked me about Twilight too. I thought it, I was it, dead it, on it. with that, and I forget what I said. I think zombies. Yeah, um, close enough. <laughs> yeah, vampires, werewolves, sparkles. Sparkles. He's a sparkly <laughs> vampire. Uh, Team Edward. Never guessed. <laughs> Yeah, never mind, never oh, mind, never like, mind. Never everyone mind. was like Team Edward or Team something. There were three. Jacob. And, and the girl. Oh, see, here we wait. go. I'm showing my true colors. The girl never smiles either, right? Like she. Bella. Oh, uh huh. She's well, kinda, in real she's life, kinda... she never. Oh, yeah. Kristen Stewart. It's Kristen Stewart. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, see, she has I don't know. See, I'm usually the odd man out on this one, and like <laughs> everyone else knows it. So you know what? This is making me feel a little validated that you. You know either. what I'm picturing? Did you ever see the meme? It's from like it's always sunny, where you have Charlie and he's like pointing to the board behind him, all like crazy. Yes. I'm like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. me, like trying to describe Twilight to you guys. So you yeah, can insert that too meme much. there. It's I too much. I try. So I got the Disney Plus package now because kids, <sighs> and yes. I'm trying to I'm trying to get through the whole Marvel series in the correct order and everything. And I'm falling. Eric and I were talking about how I'm falling in love with these badass superhero women and and then yeah. all of a sudden instagram and facebook's like sending me promote promoted videos of these women or whatever and it's one time it's like who do you prefer gal gadot or the, and i'm like just because we talked about these women dressed up as wonder woman and Captain yeah. phone is and- always listening your phone yeah. is always yeah. listening so you're getting targeted ads now but I, I, he showed me and i was like well those ads don't suck <laughs> i mean yeah two gorgeous women like whatever right gamore who is gardens of the galaxy in the green zoe saldana Wow, you know names. Th- Not that's me. the shit that sticks in my head. I don't remember any like history or like okay. math or <laughs> it's just yeah, like, yeah. the crap. Song lyrics from NSYNC, basically. That's all that sticks yeah. in my head. <laughs> let's let's stick with the theme here of movies. And one movie I love and do know everything about, Back to the Future and Michael J. Fox. And where I'm really going is 
you donated tens of thousands of dollars to the Michael J. Fox Foundation, mm-hmm. which is Parkinson's, right? Yeah, Parkinson's. Um, they so they um a hundred percent of the proceeds that get donated to Michael J. Fox Foundation go to like research and testing and all that stuff. Um, because you know, like there are foundations where they have to pay admin fees and mm-hmm. and all that. So it kind of gets a little washy. But um, yeah, so my dad has Parkinson's. He got diagnosed probably like, I don't know, I want to say maybe 15 years ago or 15 to 20, I mean, sorry, 10 to 15 years ago. Um, and, you know, it's a really difficult disease to watch, like progress. Mm-hmm. And when I um, got the opportunity to run New York City Marathon with Team Fox, um, that's 100% why I did it. Because I was like, listen, this means if I run this, I have a whole month less of training to run this marathon. Like there were so many things stacked against it, why I wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, but it's for Team Fox. And I was like, okay, even if I have to walk, I'm going to do it. Like sold. Um, yeah. So once I start, once I posted about that, um, I think we raised like $20,000 in, in one day. That's and amazing. Yeah. The comments on those posts were like, like either I have Parkinson's or my mom has Parkinson's or I know so-and-so with Parkinson's. Like it, it, it touches so many people's lives. Um, and that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going full steam ahead with this. Like, mm-hmm. because sometimes, sometimes, you know, you can put yourself in a little box and think this is not common or like, I don't know anyone else in my real life with it. So therefore not a lot of other people are dealing with it. But once you do something like that and you see like thousands of comments on every post. So that was like one of the highlights of this and everything that I've done is being able to raise that much money um, for that cause. You are amazing. Social mm-hmm. media is a powerful thing. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. That That is just incredible. That is yeah. going to help so many people in the research. So be proud. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And um, for anyone listening, even if you don't have Parkinson's or a relative with Parkinson's, if you go online and just um, you could just search like Parkinson's PPMI study, you can actually just go on and answer really simple questions. And that is super helpful to all the research that they're doing. You don't have to go anywhere or like pay anything or do anything it's just like a simple um questionnaire just to get more participants in the study i will find that and i will put it in the show notes for you thank you yes Yes, absolutely all right so we have we have two final big questions we do and you stole mine because it was the (laughs) i have one instead i have one to replace it (laughs) well i i do too i figured i i on the spot, I'm like, I'm going to ask her something. So my my random question or my my big last question is I go creeping through your Instagram and I find a picture and I ask for the story. And it was going to be about the, the pizza hoodie and oh, how yeah. you got a pizza hoodie. And, and so that's cool. That's actually how you met Mike. So that's a great yeah. story. Yes. That's really awesome. But one of my favorite stories of all time on the pod, 70 episodes now, we had this girl, Amanda, tell us about her first date with her husband. And how they met. So I want to know, 
what is the love story between you and Dan? How did you meet Dan? You can give us a first date story or just something funny that comes to mind oh, about so how boring. Oh, That's... no. <laughs> it is because we knew each other in high school. That's oh, like the no. most boring thing. Young love. <laughs> can we have a, a, re, a replacement question? <laughs> ooh, ooh, pick Eric me. has got the replacement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to know, and I think I know one of the answers to this, but did you ever find a pair of shorts that your thighs don't gobble? I am actually currently wearing my top find, and you, I can make these gobble. Like, if I do my pre-test and I'm like, mm-hmm. shoot, like doing high knees and stuff like that, but in just normal walking, which is which is what I'm looking for, like, I don't run in anything but bike shorts, but... They are the REI Swiftland running shorts, and they're super comfortable, lightweight, and you can walk all day in them. And uh, judging from the comments, a lot of people bought them and are like, these are it. Also, Lululemon track that mid-rise mm-hmm. five inch. <laughs> Those are <laughs> very nice. And, and third is um, the Brooks Chaser five inch shorts, but in order of effectiveness is what Excellent. I listed them as. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've seen I've seen you quite a few times. I gotta do a shout out to um one of our local businesses around here, but I believe you enjoy some her tribe athletics shorts, the very cool oh. rainbowy shorts. Because you know uh, Meg Staples, yes. the owner, is um is local to the New Hampshire area and she's a very, very nice woman. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, had I, actually... I had to give her a shout out. Yeah, we should shout out her tribe athletics and um, I actually wore, they were the camouflage print ones for, um, I wore them for the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. And can I just say, well, number one, they don't have that annoying thing around the bottom that bulges your skin in. I or I don't know that. how to say that. It's like the, it, the sticky, like um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, or is it like, like elastic Elastic. It's like you. some shorts have that. It's like too tight at the bottom. Mm. Hers is perfect. It's the same amount of elastic as like the top and mid part of the shorts also the pockets you could fit so much in those pockets and the fun <laughs> print so yeah shout out to her tribe athletic <laughs> i had to i was like yeah i know she's local i don't know if she listens to this but i was like ah, i got it yeah. i gotta give no her a i love out, them but... <laughs> yes yes but since we're since we're running low on time with you we want to make sure we get you where you need to be um yeah. my final question He says it's like one of the hardest, but if you're prepped for it, you're good. (laughs) So we have a Spotify playlist and we like to invite our guests to add a song to Mm. it. So it could be whatever you want, like whether you listen to music while you exercise or not, just could be something that you like to sing to in the car that just makes you happy. Would you like to add a song? Um, You know what? Yes. I don't know if this is going to be popular with everybody. Who cares? But (laughs) This is um, your song. Right, right. I have so many because um, I have a running playlist and mm-hmm. I would say that there's this one song. It's basically a bunch of like nostalgic, um, I would say early 2000s song that are mixed together and uh-huh. it just like keeps going and going. So um, one of them, it's by Girl Talk and it's called Bounce That and Ooh. it just takes you on a whole ride. Of there's like Busta Rhymes in there. There's yes. like yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what I would do. You had me at two thousands, <laughs> like even nineties. I would be like, all right, this is oh this yeah, is the jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have this whole entire sheet of notes and talking points, and I cross everything off when we talk about it. There's Did we hit one it off? Left. What's left? There's oh. one, one left, and it came from Tara. And I know nothing about it, so I don't know what I'm getting into here, but t- what are tree tunnel vibes? Yeah. Okay. So when you mentioned the cheer squad, like the trees I say hi to, the, the tree tunnel is after the cheer squad. And it is what it sounds like. It's a tunnel of, you know, formed by trees on either side. Um, and when I would run through there, I don't know if it's because of all the shade. It feels like air conditioning, like nature's Found air it. conditioning or what. But um, is it that? Wait, it's kind of not. Fu- oh, yep. There it is. All now right. that looks like kind of the tree. The leaves aren't really filled in there when it's like summer. It's definitely fall. Yeah. Mm. In summer, it is like an actual uh, canopy up there. But um, I would feel so good running through that tree tunnel. And I was like, the vibes in here are just immaculate. Like, I don't <laughs> know what, why or what. It's beautiful. It's shady. Um, and I, I was like, I'm just going to call these tree tunnel vibes. And so I would like grab the, the air. So I would grab some of the vibes. I would say tree tunnel vibes for me. <gasps> And I would like chomp them and then I would grab some more and say tree tunnel vibes for you. And I would like go like into the camera. So then you could grab them and have your own tree tunnel vibes. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) That's great. Listen, this was awesome. You're so cool. This is so so much fun. fun. Good way to start my day. Add that that to the little advertisement. (laughs) This is our first ever morning Morning interview (laughs) podcast interview recording. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, it was a good one. I kind of don't hate it either. I'm like fresh right now. I don't know. I woke up and I'm feeling good. And so we got yeah. this and my day is going to, I don't think my day could get better, but we'll see. Er- Erica does a one mile a day, every day, run or walk, doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. she's like, we-, we typically record on Monday evenings and she's like, I'm going to try to get my mile in before. But then she's like, oh, I'm all sticky. You know, maybe I'll do it after. And I am fresh. Great. Like I'm not sweaty for a change. This awesome. Is awesome so. Go do your mile now before you go to work. Go do your mind. No, like, I'm gonna. Oh. I'm gonna actually do a run after work. I'm feeling feeling good, so I'm gonna do a real run. All right, I was we'll gonna see. say tone podcast ran long, but really, go do your mile. Get it out of the way. Nah, so, I gotta yeah. work. I gotta go to work. But but Aaron, Aaron, you are so cool. I mean, I can't wait to see. I know you're heading to Budapest soon, right? So yeah, I can't Tuesday. wait to. <laughs> I can't wait to check out those videos because I'm sure they will be plentiful and awesome. Yes. And just make sure that you give all those tree tunnel vibes to your athletes and make sure that they have a great time and, and a great event I and will. enjoy yourself. That's going to be so cool. Yes, you, and thank you guys so much for having me on. Our, ple- our, our pleasure, 100%. <laughs> All right, guys, that was a blast. Erin, thank you for responding to my DM when I slid <laughs> in there and for sharing our post of, of when we were talking about you. You are freaking awesome. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Erin Azar. <laughs> I am Mrs. Space Cadet on the On the Runs podcast. Pee pee poo poo doo doo. Aaron, oh my God, I'm so, so pumped about this. That was like the coolest start to my morning. I mean, by the time everybody hears us, who knows what time it'll be, but like, I am just so excited. You are like probably the coolest, normal, awesome person ever. She was just so cool. so cool when she came on. And I don't know if we actually got it. She beat both of us into yeah, the studio. She was ready. Well, she, 
I thought it was you, and I because I saw her email. And I was like, "Ooh, I got to jump." I was in. I was right behind you, but she goes, "I listened to your podcast and I heard what you guys were," and she was all excited. I go, "You listen? Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little Not, confidence. Yeah, boost. yeah. A lot of people don't know what they're getting into, and I try to explain it in the mm-hmm. email. But she did she did her research just like I did w- listening to hers and. That was that mm-hmm. was that was a huge compliment to say she enjoyed what she listened to already. So, but she's just so fun and so honest and open and just keep keep being you, Aaron. You were you were fantastic. That was wild. So we got to get back to work, but we, we'll do the outro. This is a live reaction minutes after uh, we, our first ever morning interview. We we're like, well, we'll just you know I'll say I have a doctor's appointment, and I don't know you. I know. I did. I'm, I'm... I truly, I did. I just, I went to the chiropractor, but that was at 7.20 in the morning and it is now 10. Do you actually have to go to work or are you just working from home? I'm going to work from home. No point. I'm not going in the rest of the week. I'm working from home today and tomorrow uh, like I do every Friday. Nice. So this was lucky. So cool. So she was, she was honestly, <laughs> she was so cool into it the whole time. We vibed. Easy to talk to. You, you got to love the the guests that are that just vibe with you, I right? I think I, I, you know what? I bet she'd come back on, you know, for episode like two fifty or something. You know, a big milestone. <laughs> you know, start saving up those stories, Aaron. We want to hear from you. Some if, more. if this was before your birthday, I bet you she would have sent a birthday message too. Oh, probably. She seems like the type. She who seems would like do such that, a good so. person and a yes. ton of fun to be around. So if I'm ever driving through amazing, I'm going to hit you up. So. Corn and cow, corn and cow, <laughs> corn, and cow corn and cow, PA. Well, we really hope you guys enjoyed Erin. She was an absolute delight. Let me tell you. And she she has an open invitation to come back whenever she wants. So always, always. A lot of you in the comments today were like, "Is this even real?" And I was thinking, "Oh, Aaron's, oh, it's real." Yeah, but Erin was like, "I don't even know what's real anymore." Like it was just so fun. <laughs> so if you enjoyed that. Go and check us out on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. I'm posting on there every day. We're doing the reels of our podcast clips. We're doing the teasers on Monday. Like We have a ton of fun on Instagram. That page is really growing. Erica, we are 699 followers as of right now. Who's going to make it 700? And growing podcast. That's right. I bet we hit 700 before we're done recording tonight. But I think you guys have finally... Uh, surpassed my um my personal account. I think I'm like right under there too. But I think you you finally beat me. So you win. You win oh, on the runs. We we win. <laughs> well, we're growing, and this is a ton of fun. Like we know, 75 episodes. So give us a follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. and if you're on YouTube, look for us too. We are growing that YouTube page. There will be. I'm dropping an episode this week or next. I'm gonna shoot for like Thursday or Friday. But we got. We're gonna drop Maurice. AKA the Marathon Panda. We're going to drop his episode on YouTube. Erica, I apologize, but you have like super zoomed in face on it, but it's worth it. <laughs> was that before I started turning my phone? Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. That's okay. So that's going to be great. Go and follow us on YouTube, guys. That is growing. We are on TikTok and we are even on Twitter. I haven't logged on to those in forever. Maybe we'll grow when I get a little more time to grow those but right now focus instagram youtube we just updated our logo i'm so excited about that t-shirts are in we are going to be sending those out soon i will be shooting you guys who already ordered some messages to say hey how and where can i meet you and get you your t-shirt all right so i'm excited this podcast we are just having fun 
So let's get into the outro, man. What do you What do you want to talk about? What is What is there to talk about? Well, you got your hundred. Well, let give me the deets. Mm. Give me the pre race deets. You are packing. I know you're stressed out yeah. right now. You are yeah. like you should see the mess that is this spare bedroom. It is it is crazy. Um, I have been stressing out like crazy, just trying to figure out what I need to pack in my in my uh, drop bag, what I have to have on me, like making sure I don't forget any of my hydration and like snacks and uh, who who does this? Like who knows all the stuff to bring? Like are there anything like special things that I'm not thinking of that I should be thinking of? Like I need a seasoned vet here. I do. Huh. I actually bought this like Yes, actually, I have you all that. Have but I bought this like diabetic strip needle things that uh, Hannah. That's told the you. one thing I don't have, but I do have safety pins that I sterilized. So I've got some of those in my drop bag and in my other like pack, just in case I need to like change socks. I have socks. Like ugh, I, I've, I've way overpacked. I'm sure, but I just, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna like, I'm half winging it at least, like logistically. I mean, I've trained. I've trained as as well as I could, but. Everything else, I kind of. I mean, your taper is a marathon. Well, I. So you're there. People, I signed up. Yeah, I signed up for that before I signed up for the hundred. So I was like, I might as well keep it on the calendar. I'll be able to run it. And yeah, it was just kind of like a. Yeah, let's just see how I can do. I did okay. I did all right. When do you guys leave? Yeah. I leave Wednesday. And the race is what short? Friday. Oh, so it's on mm-hmm. Friday, but it will bleed into Saturday, of course. Yes. 7 a.m. Friday. Have you ever been up for 24 hours straight? Yeah. Just did it two, like two weeks ago. A week ago? No, it was just last week. Reach the beach. Oh, true. You didn't get any sleep on the Reach the Beach? Was I nah, not well, that uh, I don't even know if that really counts, but technically I did sleep. It was after I had woken up for the like the previous morning. So technically it was 24 hours straight. But I could be up for 30 hours. Who knows how long? But oh, I'm hoping might... everything goes well. Weather looks good. I might have to cancel or Knock move some wood. interviews we have next Monday. I don't know if you'll be uh, able to do it. Oh, my God. I, I apologize in advance if you are scheduled for Monday. That's 100% going to be my fault because I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay up. I might have to check. It's... Nicole, are you available to substitute <laughs> in last minute if I need Feel you? Feel free if Nicole can jump in. Oh, that would be fine with me. <laughs> I will be there in spirit. But I, I don't know how I'm going to feel. Honestly, this is like totally new territory for me. I'm how... slightly terrified. I say slightly. I'm entirely terrified. It's just scary. scary. New things are scary. How is Brandon doing with this? Does he know what he's getting himself into here? Is he just like thinking, oh, this is going to be a little getaway, a couple days in the mountains of Virginia. I'm going to drop Erica off and I'll pick her up at the end. Or is he ready? Does he know what's coming? He knows what's coming. Um, We have a rental car down there. I think he's going to... Well, there's my tracking link. I can I can send that out again. Um, but he's got. Oh, you're gonna have to share that with all of us. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll share it again. Um, I had I, I sent it to Brandon, so he he'll be able to track me because what they do it's it's kind of like what they do for the big races like uh, Hard Rock and stuff. They like rent out a satellite, <laughs> so everybody gets their tracking chips. You you like put it in a pocket somewhere. It's not even on your bib, and. They can just like it's pretty, pretty accurate tracking, except it might have a little bit of a lag to it. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to track and try to 
leapfrog some of the the aid stations. See me there. I mean, he'll go to bed. <laughs> Unlike me, he'll he'll be able to go back to the hotel and sleep. But uh, I don't know. I gave him all the addresses. He knows where to go. Yeah, it's gonna be. Are you gonna have a way to charge your phone or your watch? Like when your your watch, you just bought a new watch, so that should make the distance, right? Yes, my new watch. Um, it's got like ultra track mode, so. If I put it on that, I can get like 54 hours. But I think using like just GPS mode, I can get 30. So I'm going to just see what happens. But I will have my cords with me. I will have an external battery pack because I mean, I'm going to need some music or something like I got to I got to have some way to take my mind off of the the pain cave. Is there like a weight station where you can weigh your bag? Can we know how much your bag weighs before the race? Could you actually weigh yourself and could you weigh... (laughs) yourself both before and after the race including your bag like to see get the difference there i don't know i mean i could pack kind of like what i'm planning on having and just weigh it here at home (laughs) but i don't i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do that i don't know what their requirements are find a way if you can like weigh yourself before and after and be you don't need to tell us oh you know what i have to be like i weigh 212 pounds you can just say i lost 18 pounds or whatever the number is (laughs) somewhere around like my my studio here i have one of those little um it's a suitcase like um you can weigh your suitcase with it. Like you just hook it on the thing, you pick it up and it tells you how much your suitcase weighs. So you don't go over the limit when you, uh, you travel. So I actually have that somewhere and I should just like hook it on my thing and see how much it weighs. I'm, I'm trying to pack lightly. I really am. And knowing that there's so many, um, so many aid stations, I think I will be okay. So I'm not going to bring like I'll have water and stuff on me, but I'm not going to fill up the big bladder, but I'm still going to have the bladder in case I change my mind, like that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I think this it's okay just, to slightly ah. overpack for your first. Like you don't want to be yeah. without something. Did you get, remember John Calabrese gave you the little pointer there. Did you, did you pack a jacket? I do have a jacket. Yep. Yep. And you have but extra I think- layers. Oh, I got I have so many changes of do, clothes because literally I'm like, what if I shit my pants, you guys? <laughs> like, yeah. I have like a change of clothes in the pack that I'm carrying. I think I have like two changes of clothes plus warm clothes in my drop bag. So I've I do have it covered. It's just so oh well. My God. Remember, if you lube your ass crack with um <laughs> with Vaseline, the first shit is free, and with uh, the chafing it. cream, the baby's diaper rash cream. The first one's free. Uh, I will remember that. Maybe yeah. I should pick up the diaper rash cream. I don't think lube I have that. But... Up, lube up, lube up, lube up, lube up. Yep. That is rule. That's going to be rule number one. So <sighs> we actually, we haven't <laughs> mentioned the name of the race you're doing. The Yeti 100. I'm running with the Yeti trail runners. I'm so, so excited. These are some of the, the coolest people I've never met. <laughs> If that makes sense at all. We will share tracking information and I want to relieve your stress a little bit, Erica. Oh, really? What's going to relieve my stress? You have no obligation to post on the account during your race. Oh, good. Because I will have very little service while I'm out there. Don't even worry about it. If you get video clips, one thing, if, if you have the energy or if you're like, I'm at mile 70. I need to talk to someone. There's no one here to talk to. Put your phone in camera and <laughs> video mode and talk to yourself in selfie mode. 
and send Honestly, it to I kind of want to do that because this is supposed to be one of the prettiest areas you can run on. So it's on the Virginia Creeper Trail. There's a bunch of like railroad crossing, like what do they call trestles? I think there's yeah, like 141 yeah, the trestles over this whole race. Like I, I know it's back and forth. Holy it's shit. back and forth, and you're doing a couple of them many times. Right, but I'm like, right. it's it's got to be gorgeous. It's down, so I will be taking down. pictures. Yep. So down, I'll be taking pictures. You just won't see them right away, I guess. We'll, we'll take see. pictures, but yeah, if if you mm-hmm. no obligation, do some but videos. It, <laughs> it'd be fun if you talk <laughs> to the camera on occasion. Like, don't even post the story. Just. Talk Maybe I'll pull a Ron Kuzmar and like be like mile mile one. I'm feeling real good. Mile ten, still moving. Mile twenty, yep. <laughs> mile seventy five. Mile sixty nine. <laughs> Eric thinks it's funny. Giggity. Mile eighty one. Why did I do this? Mile yep. ni- mile ninety nine. Somebody get me a wheelchair. Please and thank you. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what my battery life is like, but I do have a charger. So, no <laughs> obligation. Thank you Just for sending me the thank videos. Thank you for not making me obligated to do that. I appreciate it. Uh, let's talk about next week, real quick. Okay. So, next week is October, and we are bringing back our Breast Cancer yes. Awareness Month. We already started some of our interviews for Breast Cancer Awareness, and we're doing it for year two, and we're super excited to talk to some amazing, inspirational women who are very involved in the running community and have had to deal with breast cancer and everything that goes along with it. If you remember last year, we talked to Nikki Bacon, we talked to Jackie Hellier and Angela Pohl. Those women were amazing. We also talked to Nicole and Justine, and we helped with the 5K for Jay, and Jay's amazing and doing doing well, and we, we'll, you'll hear more from Jay next month. So we're really excited mm-hmm. to have these women on during the month of October. We're going pink again. We're going mm-hmm. back to pink. The logo is going to change for the entire month, and we're going to have these awesome women on. So that's starting next week. We will find... I hope you guys kind of like the outro we did. So we'll find a way to like... Talk to Erica separately from one of our breast cancer awareness interviews to talk about the Yeti 100. It might actually take her a couple of days. So that might work out. I will try my best to uh, to decompress. Maybe maybe I will jump on for an OTR live that Thursday. How's that sound? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd something be cool. separate. Sometime yeah. we'll find. I'll, it. I'll leave it up to you. You tell me either that or maybe we can do a long outro again, like we did. Well. Reach the Beach was supposed to be an outro, but it turned out to be over an hour. So, no, it worked out. Perfect. We like to talk. We love to talk. We had some great compliments about the the outro, so maybe we do more of those next year. Good. We'll play with it. We we're always going to change and in, e- evolve. The pod's going to continue mm-hmm. to evolve, and this year we brought on OTR Live, and we'll continue that next year. I actually got a notification today, a reminder mm-hmm. to ask some of our friends who are doing the Chicago Marathon to come back for <gasps> OTR Live. So. Ooh. Ooh, this will make Jesse very happy. Hi, Jesse. I'm very excited for you going to Chicago. So she was asking for tips and stuff. Uh, have you ever been to Chicago yourself? Uh, at the airport. I've driven through it, actually. That's and it. Spent a night there, <laughs> but it was just spending a night in a hotel in a sketchy area. And oh. I'd never do that again. Oh, bummer. Well, I've had some pretty good experiences there. I've been three times. Uh I wish I had actually written some stuff down for for her. Um but some things to do. She was asking about like what to what to eat, like things to see. So, Jesse, if I were you, 
Just take some time. I know it's walking around, but it's worth it to check out Millennium Park because you get to see Cloudgate, which is the bean. Everybody's got to go see the bean. That whole area by the lake is beautiful. Navy Pier, worth a walk. I mean, there's just so much to do, so much to see. Definitely get a Chicago hot dog. Those are delicious. They have like these weird little pepper things on them. I don't even know. Fantastic. And um, there was somebody else who had mentioned, I know there's a lot of pizza places, lots of deep dish, but I've tried a few and Lou Malnati's is fantastic. So that, those are my few suggestions. I also have like, there's an awesome cupcake place out there. Couldn't tell you what it was, but uh, we discovered it just walking around. So I mean, yeah, just just explore. Ooh, and if you get a chance, do a river architecture tour because that was really cool too. So if you get a nice day, just hop on one of those boats. There's like five different companies. They go every like 20 minutes. There's there's just so much to see. Cool history tour. The river's awesome. So I, I hope you have a blast. I mean, I'm wishing luck to everybody who's running Chicago this year because who do we got? We got the Rollet. KJ. We got KJ. So Jesse's in I there, I didn't know too. the Rollet's going. So oh, people. I did know the Rollet's going. You're right. He's got like a back-to-back, like one of, no, actually, he's doing Chicago, New York, and Philly. So he's got himself like a stacked fall. You know fall who else roster, is going? So. Who else is going? Who did our, I miss? Our old friend from back in like March or April, Jen Steele. Jen Steele, I forgot. Yes, Jen. Okay, so yes, there's so many cool people who are going to be out there. You know who might also be out there again? Aaron Azar? Kelly Roberts. Kelly Roberts. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Kelly Roberts so. just did her first half Iron Man. Did you yes. see that? Did you she see did the it in water? a tropical storm? How badass do you have to be to do something like that in a tropical storm? That was her very first one, too. Yes. I, I'm still like working through her Instagram, trying to find right. um like trying I, to just go through her recaps and I oh, watched part God. two. I missed part one. <laughs> I gotta go back for part oh, one. I watched part one. Can I just tell you one thing about her part one? She was she was having anxiety about um about the race. Like she she woke up race morning. And oh she yeah, was no, I was watching. Us. I was her story was I was I was mm-hmm. into it. I was like, and I was gonna be like, Erica, look, Kelly Roberts did a triathlon. Not only a triathlon, a half Ironman. Erica, you gotta do a triathlon. <laughs> oh my god, baby steps. But she was really good at, at kind of teaching us uh, ways that she learned to calm herself down and kind of center herself um, to to calm the anxiety and the fear. And so I'm going to take some of her tips with me to Virginia coming up soon yeah. and hopefully not freak out. But she's amazing. I that the weather alone would have deterred. Actually, no, the race itself would have deterred me, <laughs> but the weather would have just added to it. And uh, that was that was absolutely incredible on her part. So well done, Kelly. Well done, Ke- Kelly. Well done. Open invitation to come on the pod whenever you want. Episode 100, episode 100, episode one, maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be cool. I quoted from Erin Azar, some of the most fun she's ever had on a podcast. She said that. (laughs) Erin, thank you. You said that on your own podcast. She went on her podcast and said that. That was the thing I've kind of been teasing. And when Mm -hmm. I was like messaging you, Erica, where are you? You need to listen to this. That that, that, Erin Azar. Lake life. Aaron doesn't have to do a thing. That what she said on her podcast was an, that tells me right there we are doing something right. We are doing. I'm so it. happy she had fun. That made me so happy. Some of the most yeah, fun we're, she's we're ever had. We're a pretty had. good time, if I do say so myself. 
Yeah, I think she'll be back. That was a ton. That was a ton of fun. Erin yes. Azar is is wicked cool. Like she she had a hard cut off at like ten a.m. I don't think she wanted to stop. Well, we didn't, <laughs> so that's why yeah. we'll we'll get her back for another episode at some yeah. point. Yeah, we'll just get her back for chit chat. Maybe maybe one day when like you do an epic race, she can come mm-hmm. on the pod and co-host with me and interview you. <laughs> or I me. would probably freak out then too. Or me if but I ever do an cool Ironman, you be? could invite her to do that. So, oh hell yeah, you. you could co-host with her. You're the you're the show. If not you're I'm getting talent. Nicole. You're the rock. Why star. do you get to hog Nicole? I want to have some Nicole. <laughs> I'll take a week she off. Be my like, co-host. I'll take a week off and let you run it. But I tried to do that last week on the uh, Reach the Beach, and I tried. Oh, I don't trust. I don't trust myself. Notice how I was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna let you t- <laughs> you tell your stories because I forget already." I actually, so, took- I need you, man. I need you. I actually edit out the part where I'm like, I'm gonna sit back and listen and just be a part of the uh the, be a part of the audience, and then at five minutes later, I'm like, I gotta jump in. <laughs> that's that's why you're good at your job. <laughs> it's not your not your job. It's your passion. Well, I th- we've been talking for a while. We have an interview in nine minutes, but yeah, everyone, Chicago's coming up, so um, that's not this weekend. Jesse, is you it? can you can text me. Uh, no, that's um Indigenous in- Peoples Day weekend. That's right, Columbus Day weekend or whatever you guys call that. I'll be camping probably again, but yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> so good luck. We'll talk more about that. Maybe yep. you and, and I... if anybody has questions, DM me. Uh, I'll be happy to share some stuff with you guys. So maybe we throw our names in the lottery. Always for next I'm year, for... because I oh, yeah. am. We'll get into this, but I have officially hired a running coach. Ooh, we're gonna we'll, have to we'll, we'll to table this and talk about it. Okay, we'll table it. But uh, yeah. but I'm telling you, I'm I'm all Chicago. Always. I will always put my name in and I'm running it next year, whether I get in or not, I will fundraise because I need it for my legacy status. But I will always also throw my name in for London and Tokyo because it's so rare you actually get in. Actually, Berlin, too. Uh, Just throw the name in. Well, I'll throw it in for Chicago and I think I'm going to throw it in for Mount Washington. All right. If you do, maybe I will. I haven't done that one. Boulder, Boulder. Memorial oh, Day of weekend. Course. How All can right. we forget Boulder Boulder? All right. Yeah, we got we got some stuff coming up on the calendar. <laughs> Great <laughs> job on the Tros. Good luck in the Yeti 100. Uh, maybe Thanks, we man. Won't... I hope to have good news to share. Yeah, maybe I'll give you the whole Monday off next week and uh, let you recover. We'll see how you're feeling. I'll, uh, I'll make I'll some tell phone you by calls Monday to see afternoon. if anyone can be on, on standby. <laughs> Nicole, you're coming up. Here we go. Good luck. Good luck. I'm, I'm Thanks, excited man. for yeah. you and just give it your best and whatever. I, that's all I can do is just give it the old college try. And uh, all I ask is just please be nice if I do DNF this because guaranteed I'm going to be so bummed. But I promise to come back on here and give you the the honest truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll give you the whole experience as I see it and awesome. the good, the bad, and the ugly. Looking forward to it, guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, go subscribe, jump on our Patreon, guys, and we're going to, that will help us do some fun things coming up in 2024. It really helped with some of these t shirt logos and stuff like that, too. So thank you to our patrons so, so, so much. And don't forget, um, and if you can, and if you know how, because honestly, I don't even know how, 
go on because I'm not an Apple guy, but go to Apple Podcasts, mm. write a review, give us a five star rating. If you think we're five star worthy, you can do the same on Spotify. You can do stars. Click the follow button. I learned you need to do that. I don't know about comments on Spotify. I've seen some people can do it, but I don't know if they're like legacy status or if that's like you have to be podcast for Spotify for podcasters and we're not that. Oh, but do what you can support, help support, help us grow. We are growing 75 episodes. We're going to be around Boston weeks. We'll be hitting 100. That is a big deal. We are not stopping, baby. We are going to go. Let's fucking go 75 <laughs> episodes baby yeah erica take us home oh thank you guys for sticking with us through 75 epic episodes you know we love you and don't forget to stretch three two one Have you ever heard of the term bike bitch? No. <laughs> we, I like it, we though. We had someone on who told us he put the term in Urban Dictionary and a bike bitch is the guy who rides his bike next to you as you run and takes your, your social media. And I was like, oh, I love that. Me being me had to turn it into a song like hills don't care about your feelings. Hee <laughs> hee. Beep, beep, poop, poop, doo-doo.